Welcome to Talking Tech. We're live on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. If you're not familiar with us, uh, this is where we answer your questions, but we also talk about technology news. My name is Sean Walsh. I'm your Emerging Services and Technologies Librarian, and with me is... I'm Troy, the Gunning Ohio Online Learning Coach here at the Public Library. And behind the scenes... All right, so here we are live. So feel free at any time to um, ask us questions in the chat and we'll try to answer them. And if we can't answer them, uh, we'll email you back, contact you back. So uh, as we get started, we'll go ahead and uh, some of us will share it out on our uh, social media so people know we're out here. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting I need to do that. Yep, yep. And yeah, if you could do that, Allison, that'd be lovely too. Just throwing it out there. Um, so while we get started, um, I can uh, talk about my first story while you're doing that, and then when, I, when you're doing a story, I'll go ahead and share it too. Yes. Um, so my my first story is um, Amazon's ready to wind down Amazon Smile, which is kind of sad. So if you're not familiar with Amazon Smile, Amazon Smile was where um, if you went to a special website and chose a charity, Amazon Foundation would donate based on a percentage of your of your eligible purchases to that charity. So you as the consumer never um, never noticed it. It wasn't added onto your bill and Amazon didn't pay for it. It was their foundation that paid for it. So libraries, schools, uh, churches, a lot of nonprofits benefited from Amazon Smile. And unfortunately, it, uh, Amazon decided to, uh, it's going to be gone February 20th mm. this year. So uh, if you got any eligible purchases and you want to support your local schools um, or any other charity, um, go to smile.amazon.com. Um, and choose your charity. If you choose a library, that's awesome. But uh, you know, make sure because I'm pretty sure the Madison schools are eligible. All of the churches around us are eligible. Um, a lot of other nonprofits, um, societies, and things like that are eligible. So support them and uh, try to push them through to get some money before the twentieth. So what do you got there, Charlie? Uh, let's As see. I share out my story. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, do we want to talk about the new? Galaxy stuff that just got really. I was starting to read it, but I didn't actually. I haven't even unpacked it yet, so this is um, this is news to me. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, pricing is going to be a little bit crazy, um, considering the fact that the Ultra is about twelve hundred bucks. You know. Wow. Um, I mean, what the twenty-one was about the same. At, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I mean, supposedly it's going to come with like a two hundred megapixel camera. I don't know why. I, I will say I'll be honest with you the the those phones have some of the best. I mean, you know, truth be told, that's what I'm using is is something in that in that family. I, much older, but in that family, um, some of the best phone cameras out there, in my opinion. Yeah. So I mean, that's really all they. I think we. I think they gave us also like spec sheets and stuff, but I'm not going to go through all that because no one, no one, no one wants to listen to every single little bit and part that's inside of these these phones other than they really only want to know about the camera and the pricing for it. So mm -hmm. and I don't, it doesn't really list like what they will be starting at, but at this point they just kind of talk about like, of course the big, good, the best model that they have is like 1200 bucks. Oh, yeah. So that's starting with about 200 and wait, what? But provides double the storage. I think they typed the the storage amount in wrong. What was the storage, dude? Two hundred fifty six uh, megabytes. Wow, we're I know a whopping two hundred fifty six meg. Yeah, I know. Wow. Right? At one point, that was a big storage number, but now it's not at all. Oof. Well, yeah, I mean, I I, I date back pretty far back in two hundred fifty six <laughs> meg. When I got a computer with that much RAM, like that was awesome. Yeah. Now it's like I have flash drives, and those are old flash drives at that point. I just bought a bunch of cards for our cameras at that. Yeah. No, but, 256 gigs. Sorry, not yeah, gigs. Gig. It's, it's gigs, not megs, but like they on here, it's just marked as 256 megabytes, which yeah. is not much at all. Typo. Yeah, very much a typo. But yeah, I think it's going to be cool. I mean, obviously, they're going to do like the, the full on. I think they have one starting at like 200 bucks. Really? It's similar to this, but like. Mm -hmm. Not, a, not as good a camera, you know, that uh -huh. kind of thing. But even then, the $200 phones have, like, decent cameras no matter what anyway. Yeah. I at, mean, least, phone at least on Samsung going... so far. Yeah, Samsung Samsung seems to be known for their cameras. Um, 
You use a Pixel. What do you think of the camera on your Pixel? I like the Pixels. Yeah. I think the, they're usually known for their cameras as well. Um, yeah, because they're only like 50 or 60 megapixel cameras, mm -hmm. but it's Google's software takes over. Well, the funny thing point. is, I don't know why some of the other companies don't market the same thing. Google, you know, the 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 removal thing where you can remove extra yeah. people. Samsung has that. Um, Apple has that. Just about everybody has that. But yet, the only one that's advertising it is Google. It's Google. You, yeah. So you think, oh my gosh, that's that's why they only have the camera. So it's weird. Yeah. So again, um, feel free to ask us questions as we talk about tech news, and uh, we'll answer them in the chat. We're listening to the chat on. On everything, just about. We should see mm -hmm. it all here. That's anything you know, feel free to share this with your friends, by the way. So uh, if anybody else wants to watch and listen, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. This, by the way, turns into a podcast afterwards. Yeah, you, you just find the, us you just on get all the voices. Yep, you just get... Well, no, it's you video podcast. No, it's a video podcast. Oh, it's a video too? It's legitimately okay. a video podcast. Right. So yeah, it's, it's uh, hosted up by... Um, uh, let's see, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's on Amazon. It's, it's just about oh, everywhere. Yeah. Just iHeartRadio. I we're on iHeartRadio. How cool is that? Hmm. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. I think I'm more impressed usually by like people being on Spotify than I am. We're on, on Spotify radio. and Pandora. Pandora's our main host. No, Spotify's our main host. Pandora's our secondary host. Hmm. Yeah, so we're up there. But yeah, you can watch our videos. It's pretty cool. You can listen to us. Yeah. You well, don't even have it, to watch us. Yeah, you, you can, can listen, listen and watch. Us. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch us while driving. Listen to us. Yeah. So I wouldn't be that was your public smart. services announcement. I mean, unless you're rolling around in a Tesla, maybe, but you know. Yeah, well, that's that's a good segue because I was going to talk, about, talk Tesla. about Tesla. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Tesla is getting ready to start a uh, electronic vehicle price war. Well, yeah, because I figured at some point that would have to start happening. At, right. Well, at some as because I mean they were the only player in the town. I mean we all knew that. You know they kind of had the market dominated. I mean there wasn't it wasn't like there wasn't other companies and whatnot. Um, but yeah, basically they're trying to slash the prices of the vehicles to, uh, clear out inventory, old inventory. Well, not even old inventory, just new inventory. There's not enough orders. Could you imagine we're at the point now already where, you know, it used to be, Hey, I wanted a Tesla. I, I had to wait like months or years yeah, to get it. one. Yeah. Um, now it's like, Hey, uh, like literally there are people are like, we've got Teslas on the lot. Anybody want to come get a Tesla? Please, please. Please take Teslas. Teslas. Yeah, and I'm not endorsing Tesla. I just, you know, they were the first one out the gate, so I found that interesting. Um, well, they weren't really the first first, but, like, they were the major player out of the game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, either they're taking a big hit financially and they need to clear out some stuff, or to be honest with you, you figure all the major manufacturers have something. Um, yeah, they've all gone. thoroughly they competing. Also, yeah, usually they have, like, one or two mm -hmm. EVs, maybe yeah. a hybrid in there somewhere. You know, and they're, I mean, they're cranking out all kinds of vehicles, you know, um, trucks and SUVs and sedans. And I mean, just about every car class is covered. So yeah, it's, I I'm looking for the price war. I'm ready for this to, to get mm -hmm. to a decent price. Um, you know, there are definitely times for a gasoline vehicle, but in some cases it would be nice, you know, cause I got an hour drive up and an hour drive down. It'd be nice to use electric instead. Yeah. Um, so what's your next story out um, there? Well, actually I have one that I don't have on here. Okay. Kind of talking about electric. The alternative to electric would uh, be hydrogen. hydrogen? Yes, hydrogen. Yeah. So what if I were to tell you, Toyota is working on conversion kits okay. for vehicles. Okay. So instead of going out and buying a brand new unit or a car mm -hmm. with hydrogen engine in it or mm -hmm. like a EV battery engine mm -hmm. in it, you could put that setup in your car yourself sort of thing. Okay. If you were savvy enough, of course you could probably I'm fascinated get fascinated by the fact. I'm fascinated by the fact that um, that you know, you know, hydrogen is kind of flammable. Think, think the, well, you know, yeah, the Hindenburg yeah, yeah. disaster. Well, I know, uh, but actually, more torque. Well, actually, less torque still than electric, but we're not going to worry about. Well, yeah, it, it, well, uh, but, you can't electric for torque. Well, exactly. Any electric, I, you know, um, I've always found I, you know, when it comes to chainsaws or something like that, you know, mm -hmm. I actually feel more comfortable with a gasoline powered chainsaw because it will stall if something goes wrong while I'm cutting a tree or whatever. The electric, it's just going to go berserk and keep going. <laughs> you know, electric chainsaws yeah. scare me a little bit. Yeah. So they took a bunch of their old AE86s. Yeah. Yeah. And they essentially just put hydrogen engine in one of them. And they put an EV engine in the other. Uh -huh. And they said that eventually 
the technology will be down enough to where they will most likely be selling these engines separately okay. for people to use as I mean I, it future I could see someone dropping in a um, you know dropping in a hydrogen engine or whatever um, a while back there was a news story down by me there's a, a company in uh, in or around Boardman or Austintown Ohio that's doing uh, natural gas conversions mm. and so they're going in and swapping out it's not much because it's still pretty much the same engine. It's just, you know, injectors and things like that yeah. are getting changed out for, for natural gas, compressed natural gas. Um, you know, and and I haven't heard much of them lately. But uh, I know that there are fleets of vehicles because I drive up Interstate 11. And um, at least one fleet of vehicle I see on a regular basis, which is the Schwann's. I think I said that right. The, yeah. the home food delivery. They're all compressed natural gas. And I know Lake Train actually used compressed natural gas. Yeah, I knew about that. Yeah. yeah. And the last time I looked, um, compressed natural gas at the station, because there's a station in, uh, I'm trying to think of the name. It's off of 322. It's not, it's near Orwell. Um, I can't think of the town um, over there. But uh, the station, it's a. it's been $1.99 for the last oh, wow. three years. <laughs> three years. Because I drive, sometimes I drive that way to come home. Yeah. Uh, three years at a dollar ninety nine <laughs> when gas and stuff has gone up and down, up and down. Oh yeah. Down. Yeah. So it's kind of fascinating. Yeah, but no, I would I would like to see like more companies start coming out with conversion kits for this eventually yeah. because yeah. you know we want to make it to zero emissions at some point. So yeah, or getting or there some 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 yeah. combination. Um, yeah. Speaking of emissions, I just read that we're only a couple years away from uh, total repair of the ozone layer. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that, too. Yeah. As I was searching around, yeah. too, I saw yeah, that. that was pretty cool. I mean, there's some self-healing that happened because it's, yeah. it is a self-healing thing. So um, I think I think the big ozone scare um, was before you guys were born, right? Or was that when I think it was you, a little bit during guys, when I was alive. Like when you were little? Okay. I mean, like, it, there were movies and stuff where, like, the ozone layer failed, and it's almost like a death ray and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, stuff like that when I was, when I was in high school and the, in middle school and all that stuff. Um, and even probably before that, but yeah, I mean, we were going to some, so from CFCs and all that, we're going to destroy the ozone. And, and so we banned a lot of that stuff and other countries did as well. And it's kind of cool to hear that it's, it pretty much the earth healed itself and, uh, Ooh, self-healing. You know, exactly. It's self-healing. You know, I mean, we stopped blowing stuff up in the air that rotted it, but you know, yeah. Well, that's cool. So yeah, so it's almost a couple more years. I think a couple more I, years, and then maybe be no, no, a couple of years. It's gonna be. They oh, say it's, it's gonna be done. Done. It's done. Done. Back All to right. normal. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So you just did a story. Um, so I kind of really got a kick out of the story, um, because it literally is is probably one of the coolest things I've heard in a while. So Columbia University researchers. Um, they're 3D printing skin and we've been 3D printing skin for a while, right? Well, we've been printing 3D printing like organs and stuff yeah, as well. Exactly. So, well, here's, here's, here's something. <clears throat> and it's kind of funny. It's amazing how it struck me as surprising that this is just an idea just came about. Okay. Uh, for people who have experienced traumatic burns, you know, we normally get skin grafts. We get them from, uh, cadavers or we can 3D print skin and things like that. Or yeah. we can take it from other sections, whatever for healing. Um, so they're 3d printing skin, but instead of 3d printing sheets, mm -hmm. they're actually 3d printing skin to like fit where it needs to go. So for example, if I had burned my hands in essence, they would 3d print a skin glove for me. Okay. So, um, I don't know if you've ever seen people who've, who've, who've survived traumatic burns, but you know, the skin grass and stuff is very patchworky. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's, it's anything bad, but it's just the nature of what it is. It's, you know, it's patchworky or whatever. Yeah. And for these people, um, being able to 3d print the skin they theoretically, if, if I had a traumatic burn on my arm, they could 3d print like almost like a long glove, like a sleeve, like a sleeve. Almost, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and then basic, you know, and then I, I mean, my arm would look with yeah. the skin pretty much like it did before i would say my friend has one on her arm and it's like right here mm -hmm. and it's just like you know you can clearly tell she burned herself yeah i mean it's it, just, it was it's as a kid yeah but i mean still. It's, it's a patch 
I mean, for some of these folks, you know, being able to match and 3D print um, skin on their face, you know, skin on their hands, arms, legs, whatever, yeah. instead of instead of having it kind of patchwork. Plus, you know, with all the patchworking, there's a lot more places where things would have trouble healing. Yeah. And so they're saying that the the the, the healing rate is so much better because there's fewer seams. So I thought this was really cool when it was it's Columbia University is right. doing this. Yeah. Seems interesting. Yeah, exactly. All right. I don't know. Are we sick of cars already? We've done nah. a lot of car stuff. Yeah. You want to do something other than cars though? Yeah, I'll do other. So All right. Let's let's talk let's talk PlayStation. So we know we know so so <laughs> we're so, in Charlie's yeah, warehouse still yeah, now. Yep, no, we're still here. So what if I were to say that the I'm going to say quote unquote here the chip shortage is over. Okay. Right? We're getting there. So we're getting there. It's a lot of more better. US companies are yeah. starting up. I mean, I'm still yeah. waiting for that we're Intel plant, back. but yeah. well, we're getting back. Yeah. yeah, that's a few years away. Um, they're moving supposedly fast. Technically, isn't it 24? They're supposed to start production down there. Uh -huh. I think they're so. moving fast yeah. from what I understand. Which is good. Friends down on 75. Um, but basically let's just say more PlayStations are starting to get into the hands of people mm -hmm. than they have before. So, so I mean, it's actually understanding drop in that cost. So mm, it's not unrealistic to try to get doubt one. it. Considering the fact that how much they're actually selling, yeah, um, I think they said that it went up about seventy-one. No, it went up. It went up higher than that. Uh huh. But <coughs> considering Sorry. the fact that like they've sold almost seven point one million units within the last three months, wow! I think that is a definite step up than what it has been for the last few That's years awesome. or a few like yeah, the last two years. Yeah, because you could not find one on the shelf. If you even tried walking into a Walmart or a all Target, all the consoles were like that at one point. Yeah, I mean they were. You could not find price. it. Same with like graphics cards at one point and everything yeah. else. You paid thousands of dollars to get them at that point because yeah. you got that buy them secondhand. Well, and, you know, I mean, when we bought <clears> some stuff uh, for the library, I had to show them my driver's license, and they kept me on file that I wasn't coming in on a regular basis to buy to buy this stuff. Yeah, to buy graphics. Well, cards. like when I did the same thing when I bought my laptop. They had me have bring my ID with me. Mm -hmm. They had to make sure that it was me. Yeah. They had they took like ten minutes to verify that I was who I was, and making sure that that I wasn't just buying this laptop to go home and mine crypto with it. Yeah. So it's definitely an interesting one, but I definitely think that it is a really nice change to start seeing. Yeah. More technology starting to get into the hands of people, yeah, and it's absolutely. not as crazy expensive as it used to be. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's great. So again, uh, we're reading off technology news, but if you're interested in asking us any questions, any technology questions, feel free to chime in on the chat and let us know. Um, even if you're watching this after the fact, uh, feel free to throw things into the chat. We do uh, see and watch all of this afterwards, and uh, we can answer your questions via email or uh, social media. Um, so I've got a couple of 3D printer stories. Okay. So I'm going to start with my first one that I don't think either of you guys heard yet. So should I be scared or in, in enthused? Both. Okay. Okay. Good to know. So I'm going to assume that within your lifetime, you have seen a wasp make a paper cone nest in a yes. tree. You know, big old wasp yes. nest, right, Allison? Yeah. Okay. You? Are yeah. we going to start yeah. printing paper-wise now? So think about how that's done. Are we, are we doing paper mache printing now? Sort of. So well, technically, isn't it mud? It's mud. A lot. Well, it's actually, it's paper, it's wood. It, they make paper out yeah. of it and they, they chew it up. So if you can imagine how this is done, you know, the wasp goes out and chews on wood or, or mud or whatever, yeah. comes back, basically just deposits it, it on the nest think, yeah. and goes back again. Now, what if I hooked up a 3D printer to a drone <clears throat> and the drone would deposit what it needs to build, go back to base, refill, and come back. Come back. Okay. Now, multiply that by hundreds. That would be a lot of quick building. So could you imagine a swarm, like a swarm of bees, but it's all drones. What's scarier, the swarm of bees or the swarm of drones coming at your face? I don't know. Ask <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Ask <laughs> Nicolas Cage, the bees. Um, the bees. But what do you think about that? Like, so literally, it could be these drones could be flying around, pouring concrete, okay, and or plastic or whatever to build up a structure. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be honeycombed or wasp nesty looking or whatever. 
But could you imagine that? They're just flying in and out, in and out, in and out to wherever the source of the concrete is. They deposit whatever load of concrete they can carry and then go back again over I mean, and over and over instead again. Instead of like building it in one, like in a, in a room, because yeah, I mean, we've I've showed you guys videos, or we've seen videos of the 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 cement three D printer that well, yeah. like, extrudes out cement and goes around. Well, yeah. well, the problem with that is it is a fixed shape and structure. Well, yeah. Where and this is different than even our three D printers here. It's freeform. They could fly in at any angle or any direction. That's true. And build yeah. any direction as long as it's curing fast enough. They literally, and if it's if it's some kind of resin or plastic, think how quick that cures. Oh yeah. Could you imagine the structures and shapes that can be built? Because it's these, you know, they could be tiny, they can be large okay. drones. So that's one of them. I got another kind of 3D printing thing. Mm -hmm. So um, the U.S. Navy, by the way, U.S. A lot of people don't realize that the U.S. Navy has piloted so many cool technologies on oh, yeah. carriers and destroyers and stuff like that 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 we don't even realize that. All that research came from the Navy, and it's now part of our day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. So a Navy ship, and I don't know which ship, I was trying to figure that out, got basically a liquid metal 3D printer. So it is called the Elm X. It's made by Xerox. Measures 9 feet by 7 feet. Um, okay, and it's contained in a 20-foot like shipping container. Uh, weighs about... 4,600 and some pounds uses 480 volts. But what it basically does is you feed in aluminum wire into it. Yeah. And then it, it basically it melts. Enough. So what's it running at? I, I got the temperature on it somewhere. <clears throat> 1,564 degrees Fahrenheit gets that aluminum hot. And then 3d prints with molten aluminum. Same process as the 3d printers here at the library. Just with liquid, just metal. with liquid metal. So 480 volts, I mean, which that's that's you know, that's industrial I mean, hey, level. That's, that's pretty easy, heavy grade. Easy way to uh, build more parts. Yeah. So what I as long as you have the steel on you. Well, aluminum. Or aluminum. aluminum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be aluminum. So you know, uh, but that's okay because I mean, you know, aluminum doesn't rust. Aluminum's pretty easy to manufacture. Aluminum's easy to recycle. Aluminum doesn't rust, but it erodes. Yeah, it gets it gets a aluminum oxide on the outside. Yeah, you're right. But it's it's used in sea stuff all the time. And oh whatnot. yeah. So what do you think about that, Allison? Is that kind of cool? Giant liquid three D printer. That's it's interesting. Yeah. Print a car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like the example I saw was kind of cool. It was they were printing a wrench. Hmm. You know, um, and obviously the ship would have a wrench, but and the cool thing is you're like, well, at 480 volts, that's a lot of power. Most navy navy vessels produce tons of spare electricity. Well, because if you think about, it, they're mainly diesel engines. If I'm not mistaken, they're diesel electric or nuclear yeah. electric oh, nuclear that's steam. True. Well, yeah. yeah, your submarines are usually nuclear. Carriers are nuke too. Yeah. yeah, just really depends on the. Yeah, so props to the navy, and um, it's kind of cool to hear Xerox. You know, you figure Xerox kind of began a lot of technology for us. I mean, you're using a laptop. Everything there dates back to, you know, some Xerox innovations for operating systems. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Make it easier to use. Yeah. Oh, boy. So what you got? Um, other, I have some E3 news. Okay. E3. So E3, video game. Oh, well, how do you, how do you, what's the, well, what's E3's, the, E3's what's the really weird? Games. Well, yeah, it's, there's actual technologies and stuff that are involved. Yeah, I mean, it's E3. a, it's a technology conference that uh, goes on every year. And well, I mean, it hasn't been of, going on for the past two years. Yeah, well, yeah. They took a, they took a hiatus um, for a little while, but historically, every year that this is the big one of the big rollouts of video games and consumer electronic things and mm -hmm. some big tech too. Some big things were announced. Um, I think back in the day, um, some of the very first three D printing stuff was announced at E three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but basically. Let's just say none of your big big console brands are showing up to E3 this year. So they're are they boycotting or they're just not going to do I anything? I think with the success of having more time, uh-huh, then E3 would usually allow. Mm -hmm. So cuz think about it, most of your main console conferences or main brand conferences usually last about what 2 2 and a half hours. Yeah, something like that. Usually? Yeah. 
E3 kind of sanctioned it down to about an hour, maybe hour and a half. Yeah, it's not a lot of time to cover. It's not a lot of time to cover cover. everything that they may be working on for the next, you know, maybe year or two years or so. Yeah, I mean, as a consumer, this is their chance to wow me, um, you know, out on the Mm -hmm. floor right now. Yeah, so at this point, no. So Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony are all skipping E3 this year for their own. Wow. For, for their, their own, own versions of conferences, yeah. but this is mainly going to mean that your small industry yeah. leaders and things like that that are going to It'll show up and make, see who's there and show off new games. You know, it's kind of like um, in a forest when all the big trees are cleared and all the little trees get yeah. a chance to sprout up. Maybe we'll get some cool little tree companies, you know, that'll come out and, and wow us. I mean, I, I mean, back in the day. Um, yeah, man, I love saying back in the day because <laughs> so long ago, but, um, I can remember at a technology conference, it was the first time that the PC engine folks, so the Turbo Graphics 16 folks really made a splash and they, you know, they were up against Sega and they were up against Nintendo and, um, you know, they were the little engine that could, and they came out and oh, just yeah. blew everyone's mind. Um, you know, and they kind of came out of left field and at a conference like this. So it could be cool to see what comes out of E3 now, mm-hmm. you know, without the, without the big guys taking kind of all of the. Yeah, I'm kind of viewerships. I'm kind say. of interested to see because there's like, oh, there's one called Devolver. Then they usually do a Devolver? conference every year. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird name. I know it's a weird name, but they come out with some good games every year. And usually they have like a two, three hour long conference okay. based on that stuff. So I'm hoping that their conference is going to be a little bit longer this year. Okay. But I have no clue at this point. We'll have to see because yeah. I am I will be the one that sits down in my friend's basement and watches it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just kind of react to that point. <laughs> okay. Because, I mean, isn't it cool to like actually experience the stuff live. close enough yeah. live in person, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. All right. So I think I'm going to end up talking about this multiple times over the course of the next couple of um, tech newses. So chat GPT, which is from OpenAI, which mm-hmm. I think the last time we talked about, you know, it, this is the chat bot that's so good that's writing people's papers and folks can't tell. And you can even kind of say the tone of the paper. Um, it's not just for cheating. Uh, people have been using this, this OpenAI, this discussion, you know, this chat bot to do a lot of stuff. Um, and it's kind of cool. So they've already reached 100 million, okay, 100 million monthly active users in January. Oh, wow. So we've already started talking about this in November, December. 100 million. This is the fastest growing app in history at this point. Hmm. Outtracks Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, all of it. In just a short amount of time, it jumped up that quick. And it, it is kind of cool. I mean, I know a lot of libraries are talking about, you know, the future of the, of the chat, this chat bot. So I shouldn't even say a bot because that's kind of demeaning to it. It's it's really, truly artificial intelligence. Um, I don't know because Charlie and I played Dungeons and Dragons. Um, it was kind of cool. People were um, asking it to design player characters and it was actually following all the rules of the different game systems. Oh, that's cool. And building a character or building a spell or whatever, some kind of add on thing. It was, it was very thorough, very thorough and very correct. You know, like original chat bots, you could trip up and they would say something silly. Yes. Yeah, you know, this is yeah. not, this is so much more refined. And I mean, I know Microsoft has invested what I say, like, I think it was in the billions of dollars last oh, time. Yeah, we, I think we so, met. Yeah. I mean, you know, like 10 million or something like that. Yeah, something I mean, crazy. a lot of huge investment in this. And, you know, this isn't Skynet per se. This isn't an, a self-aware AI or anything like that. Yeah. That's weird. This is more along the lines of, you know, we, we all got used to Siri or Alexa or whatever. And we all get a laugh out of the fact that sometimes we ask you questions and, it, you know, you say, Alexa, turn off the lights. And it goes, I don't know how to make you a sandwich or something. Yeah, something weird. Silly. Yeah. Just this is more of a natural right. language. Yeah. Okay. And think about it as a natural language search. So, you know, you can do your, you know, I don't want to say the certain command because my phone will go off, but, you know, a certain command for Google or a certain command for an iPhone or a certain command yeah. for Android. And it does its best. This actually interprets what you're saying and goes, 
a better job of did you mean you know yeah. when like you say something like for here I, you know we were working with a patron today and the, they they didn't quite have the, the <clears throat> title of the book so we were kind of searching around to try to figure out okay what exactly is the title of the book we're looking for you know um you know because it was a it was a it was a title that could go a couple different ways yeah, it could so go we, many ways. we found it eventually you know where in this case this is basically doing what i just did a little more thorough um, so I'm looking forward to seeing it and testing it, you know, um, kind of playing around with it and seeing what it'll do. Um, cause it would be nice to do some, some things to make it easier to find things in the library by using this tool. Yeah. Um, you know, it'd be, it would be a lot easier for card catalogs if someone said, you know, um, you know, the, a famous library searches, you know, it was the green book with a coffee stain on it and the librarian usually goes, Okay, we've got like a hundred thousand books. Yeah, how many of them are green? How many of them have a coffee stain or whatever? Um, this may actually do a little better job of it because it would remember the last ten times someone asked for <laughs> a green book with a coffee stain. Um, by the way, there is a library that notes that stuff. It's a legal library <laughs> somewhere out in like Maine or, or somewhere like yeah. Massachusetts. No, it's funny. It's like Maine or Massachusetts. It's how they catalog the books. They have like a little description of the book underneath because most of the people, it's a law library know yeah. it by like oh it's the one with the cigarette burns yeah or it's the one you know yeah it's the one with this or that you know the exactly problems. it's just crazy yeah they point out the problem spots exactly exactly so yeah so i'm kind of fascinated we're going to keep hearing more about uh chat gpt um it's starting to make the the consumer news you know like you were your normal abc cbs nbc news yeah out of the tech news um it's going to hit it's going to hit hard and so you heard it here first. Um, expect in the next couple of months that this thing is just going to blow up. It's going to be know. crazy. And it's going to be integrated in all kinds of things. Just like Siri kind of came out of nowhere back in the day. Yes. Well, I mean, Siri was revolutionary at the time. Still is. I mean, you still, still technically is, yeah. So was, so was Google's I mean, Google's boss, assistant, and then there's Alexa. Bixby for, mm -hmm. you know, Samsung Bixby. and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, I mean, hey, yep. it's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. All right, what else you got? Yeah, let's let's do this really funky looking concept car from Nissan. Wow. Hey, hey, Allison, can you flip to Charlie's screen real quick? You should be able to. Yeah, he should be he should be camera three on the mixer. Yep, yep. There you go. There we there go. There we go. So this is the Nissan Max Out. Yeah, yeah. That's that's this legit name. Man, they gotta work on. I their know. Names. Yep. No. Oh. It's it's yep. it's it's no better than some of the other car names. Hey, Allison, out of curiosity, can you turn on picture and picture and see if we show up in the corner? It's on the mixer. You know where it's at? We want the show. Um, want the yeah, show. there we there go. We are. Yeah. Uh, so, by the way, um, we're experimenting with some new technology we got for a grant, and so that's part of why I've asked Alice to do a couple things. Yeah, we're looking so, at a TV right now, not a monitor anymore. Yep. Yep. So it makes it easier for us to talk directly <laughs> to you. And for, and so, nice. so hey, hey, well, hi, Margaret. Hello, hello. Yeah. So this is a actual electric convertible concept that Nissan has put out. Okay. So EV. Uh huh. But like futuristic looking okay or well what would be considered futuristic looking and maybe i don't know uh, 70s don't know. 80s it, it feels maybe it feels, 90s it feels very 90s. like okay I'll, I'll give you it's like old school battlestar galactica or buck <laughs> rogers but either one of those tv shows from the 80s or logan's run it looks a lot like some of the cars from the logan's run tv show so i'm I'm definitely dating myself and also saying how much of a giant uh, sci-fi nerd I am. Yeah, so basically this is going to yeah. be something like that takes over. At this point, people are going to you know, yell at me for this, but it's going to take over this. Basically, essentially take over the skyline at some point. Uh, maybe. maybe. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But this is essentially what is going to be but you know what? performance model for You know, EV. kind of thinking through, how many EVs do you know that are convertibles? Not many, not very many. Because I'm staring at that. Well, thinking, other than know. other than Tesla's Tesla has a convertible. Oh well, yeah, okay. The one they, they have the sports the space, car. Yeah. The, the one that he the one they he shot the number one up into the space. Yeah, okay. I forgot about that one. Yeah, but I was kind of thinking through. Most EVs don't have a uh, 
a retractable uh, roof. A retractable it. roof. And uh, some of them have like the the moonlight. The moon not, roof. The yeah, big like the moon roof. roof yeah, the big roof. roof. Um, some of them have those, but like not a true convertible, at least that, that I know of yet. Yeah, nifty. Um, now this is not the only one that okay. not not necessarily Nissan, but like Hyundai mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. everything else. Now Hyundai's was awesome looking. Oh yeah. Um, imagine something along the lines of a sports car. Okay. It, from around the same era of looking yeah. car. Yeah. Except a lot nicer looking. I have, have, have to I would have to look I would have to find it and yeah. show it off. But mm -hmm. that I think I talked about it a few um yeah. we talked yeah, text ago. Um but it was probably wow I would say probably closer to October or September. Okay. I yeah. think I talked about it. So hey go back into our <clears> um our previous videos and check us out back in October um and we're always behind on our podcast mm -hmm. so it's probably october's coming up yeah i just don't remember yeah. i just don't remember what what they called it but it was yeah. a really cool concept that they had that's at the cool. time so this is like one of the many concepts coming yeah, out of i think cool. this is the tokyo auto show that they're showing that's this one cool. off yeah let's see yeah oh they even got a the pictures of every side now that nifty that's that's a dodge yeah that looks like Rear a charger challenger yep. man. <clears throat> yeah Um, mm-hmm like, that yep. yeah 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 pretty cool yeah but it's all definitely right. interesting yeah all right you want to come back to us allison thank you that worked out pretty darn good all right new equipment Woohoo! yeah and the, the cool thing is all this equipment that we're piloting and testing in here we're also going to be using with uh Madison uh, students in uh, grades four through twelve at some point during one of our uh, YouTube experiences, one of our video experiences. So it's kind of cool. So um, here's a another drone thing for you, and and it's funny. Um, have you, have either of you ever done lifeguard training at all, or anything like that? Any life saving training at all? Not really. Okay, I could have. But you you've all swam and stuff and you know, been in a pool or whatever, where there's a lifeguard with one of those big, like, you know, big foam yeah. things, you know, that they throw out because you're not supposed to kind of approach a person because a drowning person could pull you under as a, as a lifesaver. Uh, yeah, a lifesaver, lifeguard. Um, so here's a drone thought that it kind of just hit me as, as something cool. So I had to look up the name of it because they use an abbreviation, but it's the Royal Life Saving Society of the United Kingdom. Because they just said the RLSS. And I'm like, what the heck's an <laughs> RLSS? You know, I'm like, what kind of simple syndication is that? Is that an RSS feed? Um, but they're going to be using drones in the UK to help swimmers that are in trouble. Okay. So if you can imagine, the drone is going to fly out at one of those life saving kind of buoy things that you can latch onto, you know, and, and float with the rope that you can still pull them in. And even in some cases, the drone, if it's big enough, will pull the person in. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of a cool concept. Could you imagine that, you know, in theory, you could have, you know, because there's a shortage of lifeguards. I don't know if you have you guys heard I've this known at all? about that. Yeah. yeah, there's a shortage of lifeguards. There's not enough people willing to do the <clears> job, <throat> enough people that have the training or whatever. Kind of like every other industry, but not enough lifeguards. Could you imagine, you know, one lifeguard, you know, monitoring a pretty large section of beach could then deploy these drones out to help people. You know, if there's a riptide or a rip current yeah. or whatever they call it. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. I I'm, I like to see technology used um, not to solve a human problem, but to augment or add as a tool. Because you can't fix every human problem. People oh, are yeah, going no. to go out into the water at, during bad weather and a rip current or whatever. You can't stop them with technology, but you can rescue them with technology. Yes, exactly. So what else you got going on in there? Well, I did find the concept did you? car. So it's called the Hyundai Envision 74 electric okay. concept. All right. It's actually a hydrogen really? fuel cell and electric hybrid. Wow. That's kind and of it's, cool. And it's, it's aggressive seven, looking. The, 70, the 74 is basically they're um, putting it off against... A you car know, from the wow. 70s. That looks like the DeLorean almost, in yes, a way. Yes, it does. Hey, Allison, can <clears> you uh, do another flip for us real quick? Yeah. 
Okay, from the front, from the front, it kind of looks like a Camaro, maybe. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Something like that. Go down to the one of those side pictures. Man, I mean, not necessarily that one with like the scoops on the side, but keep going a little bit lower. That guy right there at the bottom, that screams DeLorean. So this is the concept. Yeah. Um, so the Pony Coupe was the, I would assume, Honda's version of a sports car at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, to compete with like the Mustang and the yeah. uh, Camaro at that mm -hmm. point, it even says DeLorean. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even read that because this is the first time I've seen. The first time I think I've seen the website. Yeah. But wow. Honda never put the car into production, so this is. And then the designer went on to do the DeLorean DMC12. Yeah. So. Wow! Look at that! Wow! 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 So I really kind of like the pixelated headlights, but then I eventually. There's going to be a dead pixel in there somewhere, and yeah. then it would make you very, very sad. Yeah, that would make me terribly sad. Look at how aggressive that looks from behind. I know. Wow. And then this is like one of their original concepts. I was to say that 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 reminds me of like a, a Chrysler LeBaron or something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, this is this Wrote is a, a lot concept. Of those cars. This is a concept car that they've mm -hmm. been they're they're working on, and wow. I would love to see this actually come to fruition. Wow. In my opinion. Mm -hmm um because this would look sick it would <laughs> on the it road really and on the track at points it really would that but yeah that that picture right there that picture right there really really looks i mean it has that it has the that look of you know um yeah i don't know how to describe it i mean it has that really mean aggressive kind of like stance like a um like a mustang but then it has elements that kind of remind me of you know uh, you know, it's kind of like a little bit of everybody's in there. Mm -hmm. I, I, say, I keep stumbling on my words because I, I keep say, looking I at it and seeing like different, different muscle cars, mm -hmm. you know, because I can see Chargers and Challengers. I can see Mustangs. I can see Camaros mm -hmm. in there. I mean, I can see Ferrari a little bit in there. Mm -hmm. You know, I even see a little Lamborghini in there. And of course, I sure as heck see the DeLorean. Oh, yeah. No, I see DeLorean. Tell me it everywhere. has gall wings. Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. But I think it would be cool if it did. Yeah, it doesn't look like it has gold. Yeah. It would be cool if it has gold, but yeah. I don't think it does. I don't know. Um, I, I was watching a video the other day of a guy and his DeLorean explaining how to open and close the door mm -hmm. without leaving fingerprints on the stainless steel outer shell yeah. and stuff. Because that's why there's a little band yeah, the strap. of trim. No, there's a little band of trim on the outside of the DeLorean oh. door, a little black band. Yeah. It's for your fingers to shut the door. Oh, okay. So they thought of it, but it's like, wow, that's just weird. Didn't think really about it too much yeah, after that, right? Yeah. All right, you want to flip this back there, Allison? That's actually working out really well. It's uh, time drill well. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm pretty impressed with some of the technology we're going to play with tonight. Um, so let's see. Um, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go down the rabbit hole. Ready for it? Oh boy. So. The Jackal Orbital Pursuit Spacecraft. Say that one more time. The Jackal Orbital Pursuit Spacecraft. So, police chase time? Nope. Space warfare. Oh. All right. Space Force. Woo! Yep. Actually, yeah. in theory, it is <clears throat> going to be potentially something that, that the they will be deploying. Uses. In fact, um, they're going to go up on a SpaceX rocket not too long for testing Ooh. and so what this is is it is a way to uh combat enemy satellites it's not going to shoot them or blow them up it's just going to push them out of orbit <laughs> just Ding. gentle nudges but a gentle nudge in space is a big nudge oh yeah so it's a tugboat essentially because it's got it's set up to bump things okay um, but essentially, it's a wait. So, see if I can get the right wording because I had to write this down. Rendezvous proximity operations: the ability to maneuver close to other satellites, <clears throat> and it can talk to the satellites, try to hack them. But the other thing is, it just literally will either push them farther out into space or push them down to Earth. Now, that being said, with all of the space debris. Already around. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen one of those tracking maps at all? Allison, you ever seen one? I have not. Okay. Sometimes, seriously, go Google one of the NASA tracking maps 
of all the space debris, and you're it, it's mind boggling because they track even oh, yeah. tiny, tiny pieces because that could be dangerous to a person in space in a spacesuit because it could rip through their spacesuit and hurt them, you know, and or whatever. Um, but yeah, seriously, you look at this thing and it's like, is there any way to get off of Earth without <laughs> hitting something? It's mind boggling. Um, this thing could do garbage collection too because there are a couple satellites out there now currently trying to do garbage collection. They're either pushing satellites towards earth or they're pushing satellites up depending on the size of the satellite yeah if it's small enough they push it into earth so that it burns up in the atmosphere um and generally safely just turns back into stardust and theoretically repopulates metal on the earth theoretically yeah um but the other things they're just pushing further into space so eventually <laughs> we're gonna find it later some some extraterrestrial uh uh, uh police officers are going to show up and cite us for littering <laughs> um, hey, you kept sending this over to the Artemis cluster. Uh, come on, that's uh, a little too much. Pay trash. up, pay up, pay up. You know, I mean, that's literally the plot of uh, a Star Trek movie. <laughs> is is Voyager got into you know into another another culture and they they found our space trash and sent it back <laughs> with a personality. Um, Though I love Voyager and Voyager 2, and they're still kicking out there. They were still sending signals the last time I checked. Um, so, yeah, the Jackal Orgel Pursuit. We're totally going down video game land uh, when it comes to Space yeah, Force. Yeah, with, with the names. Yeah. Especially for ship names, because I would expect animals to be the first thing to be called. Well, yeah. Names for yeah. for ships and stuff now. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we have a history of naming um, certain things after seagoing vessels, U.S. seagoing vessels, whatever. That's why we have the Enterprise Carrier and we had the Enterprise Space Shuttle, and eventually, you know, in science fiction, we had the Enterprise. Yeah. You know. Um, but um, yeah, it's <laughs> Jackal. Yeah, we're getting there. We're in there. Getting there. Yeah, getting there. All right, what else you got? Yeah, I'll do this one. All right. So Mercedes-Benz is the first to bring level three automated driving to the U.S. I didn't know we need we were we were working on levels one and two. Yeah, I didn't even know levels what one is, and two. What is lo- do you do we so, know what levels one and supposedly, two? Supposedly, uh, level three mm-hmm. is that you can look away and not have to worry about it at all. Well, isn't that what people have been doing, and that's why the, yeah. the Teslas have been crashing? But this one's supposed to actually... So what it will do is we'll shut the screen off and tell mm-hmm. you to look up. Okay. Essentially is what it's supposed to do. But it will still do, like, it, your it auto brakes and everything mm-hmm. else, auto steers, however it wants to, you know. I do find the auto braking somewhat annoying in some vehicles. Yeah, some vehicles. Uh, not, that not, I'm, not that I'm autonomously driving, but, like, some vehicles that I've ridden in, um, the auto braking, you kind of have to kind of like dial it down a little bit because I can't think of what, what happened. Someone had moved <clears> in, <throat> in a tight pattern, but yeah. not in a dangerous way in traffic. And the car I was in just like locked up immediately. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was terrifying. So I'm like, what broke? <laughs> what did break? You yeah. Know? No, nothing broke. It was just your auto braking. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So essentially you'll be able to play, you know, games and stuff as, yeah, I see it no. says you can play Tetris while cruising down the highway. That is that is a game that people rage quit a lot. I would not rage. Oh, Tetris? I would, I would oh, not, yeah. that, that's going to be a whole different type of road rage. Um, you know. But the, the only the thing is, is that yeah. this one uses cameras to f- track your face. Okay. So it will just kind of face track you as it's looking. So yeah. like if you look away, but it needs to be within that camera yeah. to turn on the automation. If you look away... Mm-hmm. Where you start to fall asleep, yeah, that it will start sounding an alarm in the car mm-hmm. to wake you and up. The interesting thing is they use the term camera, but it's not really a camera. I mean, it, it works like a camera, but it isn't really like a camera camera. It isn't like a camera camera. It's 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 a way to see your face in position and you know figures out where your eyes and your nose is and kind of kind of goes from there. Yeah, because um, that's. Because the first thing people would think is there's a camera in my car watching me. Mm-hmm. It's really not wa- – it's watching you, but not in a way – it's more like an infrared camera, so it sees you but doesn't see you. Yeah, but the entire thing is, is that as long as you're awake and alert and you're actually looking at this camera, uh-huh. uh, it will not disengage. But if you look at the camera funny – okay, again, quote-unquote camera here. Yeah. Uh, it may disengage. You're like, hey, you're not here. Yeah. I know my friend has on her car – the things that um, sense whether your hands are on the steering wheel or not. 
And um, I don't know if it's because of poor blood circulation or what, but it sure as heck goes, you're not touching the steering wheel. And we're all like, yes, she is touching the steering wheel. So we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. But I just love how out of nowhere, level three automation. Exists. Yeah, I wonder if it's a branding thing. Yeah. You know, like someone decided we're going to come up with these names and these, these, like, it's these, definitely these, something these Mercedes things. Benz yeah. Do. Yes. Because Mercedes and BMW, they have all of these names for their vehicles and you have no idea what they mean. Let's see what they usually go with like a letter and then like either if it's a high performance, it's usually like three letter or it's like mm -hmm. three numbers. Yeah. And there's like the smaller ones that are like one or two numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a little Confusing. weird. But you know what? Whatever. We're not going to worry about that. Yep. All right. So this one, this one is out of my wheelhouse to a certain extent, but it, uh, I decided to do this story. <clears throat> so Roblox. Um, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, you're, you're out of your territory. I am so Sean. out of my what territory are you here. So Roblox, you if you're familiar with Roblox, <laughs> it's a competitor to Minecraft. It's a, a building game. It's been around for quite a while. You know, Allison gave me a weird look. I, mean, I was going to say it's, it's a, a competitor to Minecraft. Well, I don't think I. Okay. It, it's, I mean, it's an it, imitator of Minecraft. I mean, if you look at it, it's, it's up there within like one of the biggest massive multiplayer online games ever yeah i mean so it's a giant community it's a lot of kids use it um you know well, a lot of like, kids use it because it's free to play it's free to play and and everything else yeah so. i mean we have people come into the library and use play uh they Roblox use it they, they play on our public computers yeah. yeah um high schoolers adley yeah um so roblox is hosting a free virtual super bowl concert uh featuring sweetie um i i am not did a we, did, did sean pronounce that right how bad did, did i mangle the did i mangle their name no, I don't even know who that is. okay well that's the thing i didn't even know who it was either and i <laughs> well, mean i'm not into hip-hop it's not really my genre or at least modern hip-hop i mean older hip-hop yeah like bc boys and grandmaster flash and like the stuff that was around when, well, I, yeah. when i was when i was good um but i had no idea who this person is you know i figured like if they're if they're headlining something, I would have heard who they are. Even if I don't like their music, I would know who they are. I mean, you know, I don't necessarily listen to Kanye or Jay Z. Or oh yeah, no, but no. I know who they are. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, Sweetie, um, it's S A W E E T I E. Um, so the virtual concert will take place. Um, in Rhythm City in Roblox. So I'm guessing that's an area. It's probably a game. Area. Yeah. yeah. And the NFL is going to say it's family-friendly, full-motion-captured performance of her song Tap In. Um, never heard of cool. any of those. Cool. I, again, okay. I don't listen to that kind of, you know, <clears throat> hip-hop's not necessarily that. This modern hip-hop is not really my genre. Um, not that I was really looking a little it. deeper into this. <laughs> not that I'm against it. It's just not my not my jam, you know, um, just not my thing. But I, I kind of find it fascinating that they're going to do virtual concerts. The reaction that you had. I don't yeah. know. I it's saying that the the concert will be family friendly. I don't know about the rest of this person's music. I'm assuming Sweetie is is a female artist. You said the song yeah. Uh, okay. Alrighty then. So I I haven't you know we're gonna yeah. Again, I'm coming at this totally blind on the fact the of the music end of it. I'm coming in with the whole like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You go, do either. You guys play Fortnite, right? But you have you played I Fortnite? Used, I played it like have once or twice. Okay. I, I will say I've played it twice. So I was fascinated with Fortnite when they did the whole Star Wars thing and they brought in like a Star Wars people and they had like oh, yeah, the a Star Wars launch. Yeah. And they actually had like, well, like different, even... different movie stars, yeah. uh, motion capture <clears> and thing. I find it interesting because I, 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 I date back to Second Life. You know, and, you know, I was a, a lot of people going, okay, so this is Sims with like real people. What do we do? And so people were trying to have virtual concerts and stuff. And needless to say, I'm, I kind of got into this whole like, I'm going to go walk around for a little while and I'm going to look at stuff and I'll see you in a month or two, you know, because I mean, there's libraries who spent a lot of money building virtual islands and virtual representation of their library in Second Life. And it was kind of interesting to cruise Second Life. It's still alive right now. Um, it's ironic. Second Life is alive. But I, <laughs> I kind of went back to all of the places not yeah. too long ago. 
it's like a ghost town out west. There's all these buildings and all this stuff, but there's like nobody. Nobody's around. there. Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody. There's nothing. Um, so it, I mean, there's a vibrant community within the people who totally love that. Just like oh yeah, every other MMO or other, other game or any community. There's like the diehard fans, and then there's like everybody who gets in for a while and they're gone. Yeah. This is gone. So I don't know. Roblox is going to try to do family friendly, do a concert or whatever, but I don't know. It's I mean, the same as just like I'm going to watch kinda, the person on the TV or not. You know, I kind of I kind of look at I kind of look at this at like because they also did like there's been corporate entities that have been trying to get into Roblox and giving them like yeah the kids experiences and stuff like Walmart did one. It was called Walmart World or something like that. It was okay. Walmart World. Yep. Yeah. Yep, you ran around. There's Walmart brand stuff everywhere. It was kind of, it was cool, but I was like, mm, you know, eh, I don't know. Like they're um, they're trying, but I I think people are trying to create something in a place that that it needs to develop naturally. And I and mm-hmm. shoehorning in to any of these communities, whether it's you know uh, Roblox or Minecraft or um, an MMO or you oh, know, yeah. something like that or fighting or something like that. I think it's it's fun for a second and then you know like whatever um i think if something developed naturally within because mm-hmm. you know, we've talked before about people having memorials in in yeah. games for players who have passed that's a different thing entirely that's kind of a uh it's, it's a very sweet thing i've seen a couple mm-hmm. where you know a character has passed and so everyone who knew them got together and and had a moment in the game yeah because some of these people have never met each other in real life, or but or, they were good any, friends online. But they usually, you know, yeah. spent hours raiding or doing whatever together, quests or whatever in a game. You know, that's more of a natural, organic thing. Where these other entities that are kind of like shoehorning in, going, "Hey, you know, I'm going to pick on Doritos. I don't think they've done anything, but like, hey, welcome to Doritos Land and and Minecraft. You know, and and yeah, all of the like blocks that. look like Cool Ranch Doritos or um, the Thai spicy chili ones. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah." can tell which I mean, flavors i eat <laughs> i mean at this at this point i've been oh what which one was it so roblox had a spirit halloween one and it was a recreation of the entire spirit halloween store in columbus really in columbus yeah, yeah it was a columbus spirit halloween they recreated the entire store so but they modeled all but it of the of, attractions and everything in it going back to my thing about second life yeah it'd be hilarious if spirit halloween came in and, and stuck their logo on abandoned oh. buildings <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be hilarious if if you oh don't know no. spirit halloween is the sign that your mall or whatever strip mall or whatever building is in a bad place empty. because they just appear out of nowhere and then they're gone yeah. again. You know, it's like the one that usually takes up the old Toys R Us and Menor. Toys R Us or an old mm-hmm. Kmart building or whatever. Yeah, that's fascinating. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, Roblox. How about yeah. that? I, the, I the think only the thing I know about too. Roblox is because you can do trains in Roblox. And so, my son has watched a bunch of videos oh, of yeah. people riding trains in Roblox, but we don't actually play Roblox. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. I think the weird part about it was too that you could apply for a job to yeah. that store from that Roblox well, game. That's if you wanted to. It's kind of cool, but like <clears throat> so they did in Second Life, they had interviews and stuff. I mean, this is the whole point of the meta stuff with Facebook. Is I'm going to put on a VR helmet and have a virtual meeting. Why not just do it with Zoom or a phone call something or like whatever? That, yeah. yeah, or I mean, Skype or something. Yeah. Why do I need to have an avatar? Because you know you need to see who I am at some point. I'm such a Debbie Downer on that. <laughs> no, I, I have been. Fine. I am the I am the biggest skeptic when it comes to virtual worlds. I guess because I'm the kid that's, you know, I grew up into the. This was going to be our future, and I kept looking for it. And I'm like, nope, 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 not at all. So nope. far, the only thing I've ever been impressed with is the ViewMaster virtual thing for kids, <laughs> because it looks like a ViewMaster. <clears throat> you stick a phone in it, and you. Kind of yeah, it's like click. a 3D, 3D yeah. headset sort of thing. Yeah, it's kind of cool. But I used it twice, and we're like, okay, we're done with that. So kind of, you know, I used the ViewMaster a lot more as a kid. <laughs> All right. All right, you got another one? Well, yeah, we got like a minute left. I don't know. Do we just wanna... you want to sign off? I think we'll sign off. Let's see. Do I have anything that's real short that I could say at the Super last possible second? Um, actually, yeah. So I'm going to do a little short story. So scientists... Um, 
published a paper recently, scientists in China published a paper recently that they actually have a fully functional tractor beam. So yes, Star Trek tractor beam oh, or Star Wars tractor beam. They both use tractor beams. So what it is, is it's in the Journal of Optical Express. That just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Oh yeah, totally. So Chinese scientists, um, tractor beam, and it's at the macroscopic level. So still super small, but macroscopic is the smallest thing that we can see with the naked eye. And they were able to move the position of this object with their tractor beam. So kind of cool. It's messing Eventually, around with gravity and magnets things. and things. You know, being able to pull an object towards because everything, everything, everything has gravity to it. That's what people don't truly understand is everything has some form of gravity. And so, yeah. So that's my story. Kind of ended is like Star Trek, Star Wars, tractor beams, tractor beams. Um, so. Uh, so, hey, thanks for watching, yeah. and those of you who had jumped in and said hi or, or even stopped for a little bit, um, you know, feel free to hit us up on social media and ask us ask us questions there. If you even ask questions after the video, we'll watch it and see it. And uh, thank you. We'll see you on the interwebs. And uh, you want to say goodbye? Later. You want to say goodbye? Goodbye. All right. Bye-bye.